when you're a content creator, you can have a lot on your plate. And it can feel really difficult to balance the demands of creating content across all of your different platforms, engaging with your audience, and still trying to make sure that you have time for yourself, especially because so many of us start out as creators as a side hustle. Of course, you're either in school or you're working full time and you're trying to get this whole content creator thing up and running. So of course, we're always on the lookout for productivity hacks that can help us save time and stress. For me, being productive is all about prioritizing tasks, being efficient with my time and resources, and really prioritizing keeping my mental health in balance. Paul J. Meyer, who many consider to be the founder of the self-improvement industry as it exists today, has said, productivity is never an accident. It is always the result of a commitment to excellence, intelligent planning, and focused effort. It's also important to remember, as we set out into this episode, that your productivity does not define your worth. That's something that I've personally struggled with a lot over the years is feeling really down on myself if I feel like I'm not getting enough done or I'm not being as efficient as I could. So just remember as I talk you through some of these tips and tricks that have helped me get more done in less time that just because you're able to do that doesn't necessarily mean that you have more value as a person or if you really struggle with being productive, that doesn't mean that you have less worth. So I just want to encourage you, even as we talk about productivity, to remember to try to separate your own self-worth and your self-image from your productivity levels. So with that being said, I want to share some of my trade experience here in the industry of ways that you can get a little bit more done because we know there's always more to do without getting too stressed out. Welcome to the Creator Club podcast produced by Creatorly Media. I'm your host, Katie Steckley. I'm a side hustle YouTuber turned six-figure CEO that's obsessed with social media, making content, and building communities. Here on the Creator Club podcast, we dive deep into the social media and content creation strategies that are important to you as a creator. Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or with a podcast, we've got advice for you. So stay tuned for my workshop style solo shows and the occasional expert interview. Oh, and by the way, this club is open to everyone. Whether you have one or one million followers, there's a seat for you at the table. So let's get into it. Of course, you know, before we jump into this episode, I have to give a massive thank you to the reviewer of the week. This week's review comes from Monica Balduck and Monica writes, I love this podcast. I listen to it every day while I'm working out. I just accepted a new job as a social media manager for a company. So I've been listening to Creator Club religiously. Katie gives such great tips. Thank you so much, Monica. That's a really sweet review. Just as a reminder to any of you listening, if you like the show and you want to keep getting more episodes from us every single Monday, then if you have a minute, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and a review letting us know if you like the show. Of course, feel free to throw your Instagram handle in there and we'll be happy to give you a shout out. All of you listening is what makes this podcast continue to be possible. So thank you so much 
for all of your support. And yeah, head over and leave us a review if you get a chance today. The first productivity tip for content creators that I want to share with you all today is around creating a content calendar. Just like we plan out each day with to-do lists when creating content, I prefer planning out an entire month with a content calendar. Your content calendar should include what you will share, when you will share it, and where you will share it. It will help you establish a process for not only creating your content, but help you be organized and post consistent content as well. So let's break that down a little more. How are you going to determine what you will share? So the content itself, you might already have a core niche that is your main focus on Instagram and other platforms, or at least an idea of what you would like that to be. But our first major step in determining what to share is breaking down that bigger niche into subtopics, which I call content pillars. This is really going to help you be more efficient and less stressed out when it comes to your content creation. If you create structure for yourself that are limitations on what you can and can't create, and it's just going to really narrow down that scope and make things less overwhelming. You want to determine the topics that you're passionate about and what your ideal audience would also find relatable and relevant. These content pillars will help you decide the various different topics that you will create content around each month. So how will you determine when and where you're going to share it? This is really what a content calendar is all about, is helping you take all those ideas and those great pieces of content you have and scheduling them across a given period of time, say a month, so that you give yourself that structure to not be so stressed out and last minute all the time. When you're determining a posting schedule, the best posting frequency is the one that you can do consistently. If you can do five posts per week, that's great do it. If you can post twice a day, even that's amazing. If not, which is totally understandable, pick a schedule that is comfortable for you now and that you can always work towards growing it as you, you know, get on top of that and find it reasonable to post say twice a week. Maybe eventually you can grow that people like your followers and the Instagram algorithm as well. Love consistency. If you want consistent, steady growth, then being consistent in your posting schedule is And this is something that I have definitely experienced personally. I have seen huge ebbs and flows in how well I'm growing on Instagram. And it almost always is tied directly to how frequently I'm posting, how consistent I'm being. So back at the beginning of 2020, I was posting very consistently five times a week for about two or three months. And that was a huge period of growth for me. Over the summer, I was dealing with my own mental health struggles and feeling really burnt out. And so I became a lot less frequent, a lot less consistent, just showing up and posting whenever I felt like it. And sometimes, you know, you're going to be in that season of life and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't want you to feel like, you know, if you're in a similar position to where I was about a month ago and kind of where I'm still working my way out of that, you feel bad for not being consistent because it happens. But you just need to know that at any time you can pick up where you left off, put in a new content calendar and a new posting schedule and dive back in and you'll start to see those benefits of consistency quite quickly. So just know, don't feel bad about it. If your schedule has been all over the place, there's always a chance for you to implement a consistent schedule again. So the next thing you need to figure out is where you're going to share this content. 
In a bit, we're going to be talking about batching content. One part of that is creating multi-use content that can be posted on various different platforms. So make sure you stick around later into the episode to hear the details of that. Just as an example, you can create a reel for Instagram. You might as well take the extra step to share that also as a TikTok or a YouTube short, just so you can really get the most bang for your buck out of the content that you're making. But when you're first starting, it's important to decide what your primary platform is that you're creating for so that you can start to make a bit of a rough to-do list of, of what creating this content is actually going to look like. So chances are you'll already have an idea of what platform you're kind of aiming for, but make sure you establish that before we move on to our next step, which is actually creating and batching that content that we've just planned. If you've been in the world of content creation for a while, then you've probably heard about batching your content once or twice before. And there is a reason why. It's one of the best ways to stay productive and consistent with your content. And in case you're unfamiliar with the term, content batching is a productivity technique where you create all of your captions or visual content during a specific set period of time. There are a couple different batching approaches that I wanna share with you today. One is starting with cornerstone content, and the second is grouping your content creation process. So depending on how you prefer to create or what platforms you're primarily creating for, one of these two processes might be more applicable for you. So let's start with the cornerstone content framework. The first step in the batching process is deciding on what I refer to as your cornerstone content. This is content that is longer form, high value, usually educational or maybe inspirational content. This is going to be the biggest time commitment in your content creation process, but it's so worth it to invest in because it will allow you to power through the rest of your content creation process and repurpose so much content across several different platforms. This could be something like a blog post, a podcast episode, or a YouTube video. Once you have this really great, detailed, high-quality, long-form content to work with, there really are countless opportunities to repurpose all of this for social media. So some examples of ways you could do would be making a graphic carousel for Instagram, highlighting the biggest takeaways from your blog post or your podcast episode, or even posting a brand photo of yourself and then including a short passage from your blog post as the caption. Or you could create a reel, you know, the classic Instagram reel style where you point around at different tips, kind of like to the music while you're doing a bit of a dance. And you could take away, you know, in a really short form, like bullet point kind of um, way, the biggest takeaways from your blog, your podcast, your YouTube channel, and turn that into a reel. You could even create a tweet graphic where you quote a really memorable section of your blog, YouTube, podcast, you get the idea. Or you could create a meme that references a relatable problem that you mentioned. Now, if you don't have any long form content to work from, that's okay too. Not everyone who's listening right now is necessarily going to be a content creator that makes you know, YouTube videos, podcasts, or blog posts, maybe you're primarily creating Instagram content or TikToks. And that's fine too. There's other ways that you can use this cornerstone content framework to create content there. So for example, you can use existing news articles or blog posts from other creators or videos from other creators as one of your cornerstone pieces that you can use as inspo to create a carousel reel, etc. The point of 
the cornerstone content method for batching is just that you start with, let's say for a month, one to four pieces of long form, high value content. And then from each of those pieces of content, you could create, you know, honestly up to 10 smaller pieces of content for your different social platforms. The reason this process is so efficient is because you really heavily invest your time at the front end of the process to create these larger pieces of content that you can then draw from. And it really does pay back in dividends because your cornerstone content itself is going to work for you in most likely an evergreen way. So your blog post will show up in Google searches, your YouTube videos will show up on YouTube searches, and your podcast will obviously show up on the podcast apps and you'll be able to generate traffic with those. And then you'll also be able to reuse the subject matter of that content across your social content on whatever platforms you're creating on. So I really think the cornerstone content method can be really, really efficient, especially if you're thinking about one of those three platforms I mentioned. So blogging, YouTube, or podcasting. But like I said, this is not the only method for creating content in a really efficient way. So let's talk about grouping your content creation process. There are really four steps to the content creation process, right? Planning, writing, visual creation, and scheduling. This is kind of the framework that we use when we're creating content for our clients at Creatorly. We have each week of the month sort of dedicated to a different stage in the process. Sure, you could create one post at a time and hit each of these steps as well. So, you know, planning your single Instagram post, writing the caption, shooting the photo and scheduling it. But you would just be cycling through each of these different pieces of the puzzle over and over again. The idea of grouping your content creation process is that you'll save more time and be more efficient if you lump each of these categories into groups and work through each different piece of the process for all of your content at once, which basically allows you to keep from switching gears in your brain so frequently as you're making all this content. There's a really good parallel for this in the world of cooking. So there's a term that you may have heard called mise en place. Mise en place is a French word, um, and it means basically having all of your ingredients measured, cut, peeled, sliced, grated, etc. before you even start cooking. So if you've ever watched like a really aesthetic recipe video on YouTube, this is what people do. Honestly, I never do this when I'm cooking, but I always find it very satisfying when they give you that overview shot and all of the spices and everything are measured out into these really tiny little glass bowls. And it's just very satisfying. So that's kind of how you can the grouping framework. Everything is prepared from the pans to the mixing bowls, tools and equipment, and it's all ready to go to make the process really efficient. This technique is used by chefs to assemble meals quickly and effortlessly and obviously beautifully, as we know from watching those videos. Imagine if you were cooking something that requires you to cut five vegetables. Would you cut one vegetable, wash and put away your cutting board and knife, and then move on to the next step, and then later come back again to cut your next vegetable? No, you would cut all five vegetables and then move on to the next step. Now, putting that cooking metaphor aside, 
batching content really works along the same concept. You would plan all of your content using your content calendar. Once that's planned, then you're going to move on to writing all of your captions. Once all of your captions have been written, then you can move on to shooting your visuals, especially if you're doing a lot of recording your own reels or shooting photos for your feed. It just makes sense to have that all planned ahead of time so that you can set aside one afternoon or one morning or whatever to shoot all your photos, record all your reels, so you don't have to get out your whole camera set up so many different times. Then lastly, once all your visuals and captions have been created, you would schedule them all in your preferred scheduling platform. More on that in the episode a little bit later. So you might be thinking, yikes, this sounds like a lot of work. Well, to be totally honest with you, It is. Content creation is a real job and it does take a lot of time, but there are definitely some ways to make it easier, which brings us to the next productivity hack that I wanted to share with you, which is creating templates and outlines. Creating templates and outlines for your content will not only save you loads of time, but it will help you keep your branding consistent, which is also very important for growth. So first, how does it save you so much time? Really, we only have so much time in a day, which is why I am such a huge fan of batching content, but by creating templates and outlines you can follow through your creation process, you will already be one step ahead when you start each month. So this is another upfront investment that will definitely pay you back as you continue to use it month after month. So this could look like Canva graphic templates or pre-researched hashtags in your various pillars, caption outlines or prompts, email or blog templates, etc. If you have a few of these on hand, you will breeze right through your content creation and it will also help you keep your branding consistent. So branding is a key factor in content creation, as we all know. On the outside, your brand should have consistent colors, logos, and aesthetic. But it's more than that. Your brand is actually the entire identity of your business. It's your voice and how you make others feel. Your brand gives you and your business personality. A strong brand is the foundation for a strong content strategy. By creating specific templates and outlines, you can ensure that the branding of your content is staying consistent, especially if you decide to outsource for help in the future. So just to kind of bring this one home for you, if you have a consistent, say, podcast structure where you always have a little bit of a teaser intro, then you play your theme song, and then you give a shout out to whoever reviewed your, you something that comes from a template. We have a template in place for how we put together these creator club podcast episodes. If you couldn't tell, that's what I was referencing. And that helps you as a listener come to expect what it's going to sound like week after week. The same is true for the way you write your Instagram captions or the way you create reels. This is a really great way to have series as a part of your different content platforms, which help you really take advantage of content that might be performing really well for you and kind of double down on it. So if you see that one way that you created a reel really popped off one time, you can create a series where you do that same kind of thing again and again. And it helps people come to recognize you as that creator that does X. Um, And it just allows you to continue to grow your audience in a way that Like they know who you are, they know what to expect from you. And it's just a really, really great way to not only save yourself time, 
but keep your audience in the loop as to what they can expect from you. So now that you have all of your content created in the most efficient way possible, it's time to post all of that content. But how can we do this again in a way that is efficient? What we like to do at Creatorly and what I've been doing on my own personal account for a long time is using a scheduling platform. Using a scheduling platform like Later can help you schedule and manage your social presence across Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, TikTok, LinkedIn. Y'all know I've been a big fan of Later for many years and they keep adding additional functionality, which is amazing. Recently, you're able to schedule TikToks and LinkedIn posts. So it really is a great platform. As I mentioned when talking about content batching, this is really the final step in the creation process. This upfront work will give you so much relief during the month and free up a lot of time for you to focus on the other facets of your business. There are so many benefits of using a scheduling application. One important one is the freedom to take some time for yourself. As a enthusiastic advocate for mental health, I believe taking breaks and time away from social media is very, very important for your emotional well-being, your overall wellness. And thanks to various scheduling platforms like Later, you can be active on social media without necessarily having to be present or available 24-7. Another benefit is not having to worry about internet access. I've been hitting the road lately and getting a little taste of van life, which you may or may not know if you follow me over on Instagram. And while I've been out on the road in my van, we've already experienced some times where the internet connectivity was a little bit of an issue. And so having content scheduled to auto publish during those days was a huge lifesaver. So if you're curious about the whole van life thing, maybe this is the first time that you've heard me mention it. I actually do have a YouTube channel dedicated to my van life content. It's called Katie and Dan in a van. So you can go look that up on YouTube if you're interested. But anyway, whether or not you live a somewhat nomadic lifestyle like me, or you can't just be on your phone all the time, which is pretty common. Scheduling is a really great way to avoid that um, difficulty of you know being online when you want to post. I think another important benefit of scheduling is that you have less distractions. Did you know that it takes an average of about 25 minutes or 23 minutes and 15 seconds to be exact to return to the original task after an interruption? This is according to Gloria Mark, who studies digital distraction at the University of California, Irvine. If you have to pause what you are doing to get on Instagram or any other social platform to make your post manually, you are really losing about 25 minutes of your day, even if it only takes you like 30 seconds to complete the task of posting your image. Scheduling as many auto-published posts as possible can help decrease the opportunity for distractions and overall increase your productivity or just your relaxation. My final productivity hack is knowing when to ask for help. And this is probably the most important part of this whole episode. Outsourcing can help increase productivity in many ways, but most importantly, it allows you to focus on what you do best and delegate the tasks that you don't have time for anymore or just aren't really your cup of tea. There are a couple of things to consider before deciding if hiring help is right for you in your journey online right now. 
The first is systems and processes. Most social media management businesses, including mine, have proven tried and true systems. Honestly, in my experience with Creatorly Media, this is actually one of the key reasons a lot of business owners want to hire an agency when they're thinking of outsourcing. When you come to work with us, we have a regimented system for developing a strategy, creating a content calendar, and producing content. We have built-in checkpoints for revisions, so the client is always involved in the creative direction, but doesn't have to oversee the day-to-day operations or worry about ensuring that the creation is staying on track. So this is one very good option if you're finding yourself overwhelmed with the content creation part of your business and you're looking for someone that can kind of pick up where you left off and take over without you having to worry about the details. Another thing, obviously, that you need to consider if you're thinking about getting help in order to open up your time to be more productive is pricing and budget. Obviously, the most affordable option is to plan and create your own content. But when it comes to outsourcing a small social media agency versus hiring an employee, for instance, outsourcing will usually be the most affordable option. This is mostly due to the efficiency and batch working systems that can be achieved when an agency is performing the same task for many clients simultaneously, or at least that's how we do it at Creatorly. Honestly, I don't really know how other people do it necessarily, but we use a lot of the batch working principles that I talked you through in this episode to allow us to work really efficiently on behalf of our clients, which is what makes hiring us over hiring a full-time employee more affordable. We offer packages for Instagram content creation around the $1,200 a month price point, which is a lot less than you would pay a full-time employee to do the same work. If you are in a season of your business where you can invest in the help, this will overall increase your productivity for sure, since you will not be the only one working towards your goals. If you decide you're ready to outsource any of your social media needs, make sure to check out our website and fill out our application form at creatorlymedia.com services or send us a DM over at Creatorly Media on Instagram. We're always happy to chat. If you're not quite there yet and still want a helping hand in creating your content for the next quarter, definitely check out our content planning workshop replay, which is available for only $85. This workshop is over an hour long with a few bonuses tacked on there as well. So you can check that out at creatorlymedia.com workshop. I really hope these five tips helped increase your productivity. And remember, only do what you can handle. The easiest way to kill your productivity is by taking on too much and leading yourself to burnout. Trust me, I know that story all too well personally. So instead, it's much better to come up with a manageable plan, stay consistent, and when needed, ask for help. So thanks so much for listening. Remember, your productivity does not define your worth. You are doing a great job, and I'll see you in our next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the Creator Club podcast. This show is produced by Creatorly Media, a social media and content marketing agency by creators for creators. If you want professional help growing your social media platforms or creating your content, come visit us at creatorlymedia.com or at creatorlymedia on Instagram. If you've listened this far into the episode, we want to know who you are. Seriously, thank you so much for listening. Screenshot your podcast app and share it to your Instagram story, tagging at Creatorly Media or at Katie Steckley so that we can chat. Again, thanks for listening and remember to keep on creating. We'll catch you next time.